shape of Victor Radley. And he sends it back for Keary, who's going to kick over the top. And Manu is unmarked, and the ball bounces perfectly. Electric footy from the Roosters. In front of a full house at Brookvale Oval Sunday afternoon, with the four pines flowing on the hill, our almighty Cox took the field in a must-win match. With the prospects of finals football looming, our boys put on their best display of the season. The Bondi Wall was back, but some individual brilliance by the Queenslander Manly captain DCE saw the Eagles get home in a nail-biter 18-16. There was plenty said post-match, with the Roosters doing a whopping 200 more tackles than their opposition, and with a 6-0 penalty count against us in the second half, well, congratulations, Manly. You were perfect. Hello and welcome to this episode of Roosters Radio. We're back in the studio and joining us this week in the hot seat, we've got Bells back in the chair. Hey, Bells. Hello, Silky. Yes. Wow. What a game. Sunday night football. It was great. Or Sunday afternoon, sorry, I should say. 4 p.m. football. I was sitting on the lounge, had a beer in hand back at home and oh, what a top performance. I mean, we got we didn't come away with the win, which was very unfortunate and and Manly had 14 on the field, not 13, but that's all I'll say about that. But um, courageous effort from oh, the boys. Courageous. Without a doubt. Without like, a doubt. The line speed, the defence. The defence was back. The Bondi War was back. I was texting a friend during the game and just thought, oh, here's the effort. You know, here we go. Like, they really went out there to win that game. They knew it was on the line. They they went out there. They tried their hearts out. But very unfortunate. Daly Cherry Evans had a great game. He tore us apart. Look, his kicking game played a huge part. Once again, we spoke about on the show last week, you know, these halfbacks with the big boots, he was averaging 50 metres per kick. They actually mentioned it in the commentary. But um, look, as Roosters fans, we have to be proud of our team. Mm -hmm. It was their best performance all year. And, And you're right, Bells, the line speed. Watching the game, I just felt like we're all over them and they were ready to crack. It was just that second half. I mean, look, there was the try just before half time. We won't talk too much about that. That was just a lapse in concentration. But in the second half, you know, they got all the rub of the green. They got repeat set after repeat set. Uh, we couldn't get a penalty coming out of our own end. It was the difference, to be fair. Even that last play of the game, the, the Manly defence laid all over the roosters in front of the sticks. Uh, and a brave referee may have blown the whistle. But, you know, it wasn't to be. Uh, and, and our last play option there it just... Maybe not the right one if, if young Sandy got his time back again. I, I dare say he would have done something different. But that's, you know, that's by the by. And it's uh, the bye week this week. <laughs> Pardon the pun. Um, but, yeah, it was it was a much improved performance and one that, as Roosters fans, we can be proud of. Look, I, I think it's great they had that great performance going into the bye week because they'll be positive this week and they'll get a lot more out of it. You know, they're having a rest. I think they've gone away for a couple of days. Um, it was a great performance. Uh, our our forwards, our defence was phenomenal. And as you mentioned before, you know, we'd be all over them in defence. We'd be pushing them back. The line speed was there. And then Evan, Cherry Evans just kicks 50 metres down the field and gets them out of trouble. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, but... Hats off to the boys. They played really well. I liked Wong. I thought he came off the bench really well. He had the big hello, welcome to first grade first oh, hit. What a, what, a, what a hit that was from Olakawatu. Wow, he got smashed, but he recovered. He he collected himself, and I thought he had a he had a good game. Bells, I want to give a special mention to young Nafahu White, mm-hmm. who continually seems to be improving with every match he plays. Uh, more touches, I thought, this week. 
He's bending the line back. He's got that really good footwork. He reminds me of a young Siwa Takiaho, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Victor at second row playing on that left side where he's running the ball straight and hard, not not ball playing as much. And I really like Nathan Brown playing in that ball playing role. He does the tough carries as well, but I, I like the back row. And I thought Nat Butcher, once again, did his part as well as JWH and um, Lindsay Collins. So, look, I thought one through 17 played well. It was unfortunate that our hooker, uh, young Jakey Turpin, went off when he did with his uh, HIA. I didn't think there was a, a bad player in the Roosters lineup. I agree. I, I really liked Radley in the second row. I think he's um he was hitting the holes and the lead running really well and, and throwing the defence off. And um, Manu in the centre had a blinder, you know, give him the ball. He looks dangerous every time. I actually thought if you watch the replay of the disallowed try, he caught one fair on the chin. Mm. You know when he had the ball in one hand and uh, he said he lost the ball over the line? His dead set got whacked across the chops and nothing was... Nothing was said about that. I and think a lot got missed yeah. on Sunday afternoon, and, and look, to be Teddy, honest. Teddy, Teddy was strong once again. I thought... 299 you know, run metres, so yeah. he's back to his, you know, his form in, in running. And he had a he had a point to prove on the weekend, and I believe he came out and did that. And I thought Toops had a great game. Toops has been... We've really missed him in those oh, six weeks. Coming off, off our own yeah. line and just those, you know, that first and second run off our own line. He had a lot of run metres as well. I think he came second just after Teddy, but he had a great game. So, Bells, as it stands, as we head into bye week, seven rounds of football remaining. We've got the Storm at home. Then we've got the Titans away. We'll be going up to watch that one. Followed by the Broncos away, Manly at home, the Dolphins at home, Parra away, Tigers at home, then the Bunnies at home. To be any chance of making the finals, you've got to be around 28 to 30 points, which means we've got to win five of those seven games. Tough. Very tough. Yeah, it, it is. But it but is. there was some signs that we may have turned the corner. I remember in a podcast we did last year after a Penrith match where we were gallant in defeat. And I remember in the conversations we had, I said, look, that might be a turning point. And we went on a run after that. You know, it's been a different year this year, it's fair to say. But there, there were signs that maybe they, there is a bit of light at the end of the tunnel. And maybe it's blooding some of these younger players. Definitely. I mean, I can sit here and say that sounds tough. It's the NRL. It has to be tough. If you're going to make that top eight, you have to be on the ball and playing really well. And the competition's so strong. like And so condensed. Definitely. That Who knows who's going to make yeah. that eight at yeah. the moment? You know, obviously you've got your top four that are playing really well, but even they're jumping up and down out of that. So, you know, that bottom four. But, yeah, I, it's, it's a tough competition this year. But, yes, I do feel a turning point. I think this bye week is going to be the best thing for the boys and they're going to come back strong. We've obviously got the few injuries, which is not great. Well, on the injury team. front, on the injury front, we, some good news. Sammy Walker and Brandon Smith will be playing reserve grade this week. Yes, New South Wales so, Cup. So, so that's, that's awesome. some good news. So we, we are getting a few players back. Obviously, Egan Butcher will be back the following week as well, following his, his HIA. You've got Billy Smith, you've got Swali'i also to return. So there are a few players returning. You know, we won't see Satili obviously this year and, and possibly not Angus. So we've pretty much got our, our full supplement of players there to, to pick from other than a couple. And I spoke to Connor Watson earlier today and he reckons he's back doing contact work. He possibly could be back within the next couple of weeks too. So uh, there you go. Exciting stuff to come. Now, Bells, something different and I know something close to your heart this week. With the players taking a well-earned break, we've decided to catch up with two of our new stars 
of the NRLW. A couple of new recruits, uh, both played for New South Wales uh, in the recent State of Origin, and you caught up with both Millie Boyle and Kelly Davis earlier today. I did, yes. It was a fantastic interview with the girls. Very, very funny, very lighthearted. They were great to interview. So it was it was phenomenal. We were lucky to get it, actually. Um, as we do this podcast, there's a bit of a there's media a, release. Oh, there's, so some, there's some blow-ups between the RLPA and the, uh, and the NRL. So uh, <laughs> we got in early, yeah. We, <laughs> we did. <laughs> but no, it was fantastic. Well, what I got listening to that interview, Bells, is uh, they're confident too. Definitely, They're very confident. It's a very strong lineup. We've got um, we've got a bit of international flavour as well we uh, in the pathways. We've got some big names from both New South Wales and Queensland. Some of the some of the names, obviously Millie Boyle and Keely are the first that come to mind. We've got Taryn Aiken, Amber Hall, Corbin Baxter returns after a second child. So, so some big names, Bridie Parker as well. So, so some big names in the women's game. And uh, well, let's have a listen to uh, your interview with the girls earlier today. <laughs> Well, Roosters fans, what a real treat it is this week, Silky and Bells. We've got two of our NRLW stars and, of course, uh, new to the club, uh, Millie Boyle. Yes, Millie Boyle, soon to be Millie Elliot. Elliot. Yeah, see how it works. It's just um, like Billy Elliot. It's like Billy Elliot or Missy Elliot. Yeah, uh-huh. um, So it'll be Millie Elliot knee Boyle. Bit of a mouthful. No, I'm just, I'll just be Millie Elliot. But Millie, yeah, Elliot. Millie Elliot. Sounds good. Last season of being a Boyle. Wow, how mm. exciting. And, and Keely Davis, yes, yeah. welcome. And it's your birthday today. Happy it birthday. Is. And it's soon to be Anita. Ah! <laughs> not engaged, <laughs> not engaged or anything, but... Just putting it out there. Putting it out to the universe. It's a she's subtle t- hint, really, isn't yeah. it? You know what? She's 23 now. She's 23 today, so... It's no, moving it's on. You're moving on in the world. You just I got, am. You've got to get things done, right? She's getting Very older. True. Yeah, Very true. Wow. If, it, if it stays Davis too much longer... It'll just keep like that forever, I think. <laughs> yeah. famous, well, famous last name, though, Davis. There's a lot of famous Davises out there. You know, the Davis Cup, you got, you know, Sammy Oh, yeah, Davis yeah I didn't know that one. Yep. Yeah, Sammy Davis. Bit of a tennis, tennis player, are you? Uh, yes. Those elbows, <laughs> no. She has. She usually has two strapped elbows, actually. Fun fact. The last game she played was the first time in six years. Six years that she hasn't had her elbows strapped. Wow. So, Origin 2. That yep. was the first – it was a big mind game thing. Like, she didn't it need was. him strapped for the last five that's years. That's huge superstition. For, I mean, it obviously okay. comes from injury. Give for us the a position bit of you play as well and how many balls you yeah. throw, that's she, – She can't throw was, the ball. It was honestly very impeding with my pass. But when I was younger, not that young, like 17, 18, I had dislocated both elbows. Ooh, nice so time. I couldn't extend them properly. So anyway, they're good now and I'm glad that I don't need a strap. Was that anymore. a football injury? Yeah. Both, um, both footy. Actually, weird, weird, weird. little story. This is what I like. This <laughs> so, I Segway. Give us the weird stuff. <laughs> so I dislocated my left one just like in a tackle. Um, but then a year to the exact, exact day, day. Wow. I did my right one. Oh, wow. That is spooky. Superstitious. Down in the gong? Um, no, both were like far away from home. Gosh, oh, yeah. even worse. Yeah. What's the pain like of a dislocated elbow? I mean, I know I had a shoulder done and it yeah. is horrific. Well, um, it wasn't too bad. Like it was She's painful. Tough. You must be tough because my husband did it in a game and he had to go to hospital and get it re-put in in hospital. Yeah. So yeah, well, they put this You're tougher time. than him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not too bad. Honestly, the worst bit was them she putting was it back in the, sh- the whole time. The shed. <laughs> yeah. But um, this one, back in hospital. So strap for confidence, like what made you take the strapping off? Like it's an inter- yeah. interesting insight for young girls that are coming through she that ne- are going to listen to this. Well, she never trained with them on and we'd do full contact, we'd do mm. opposed sessions and she would never have them on. She never actually – Only for this year. You didn't need – yeah. 
Yeah, because I couldn't extend them at all. Yeah, so if they got yeah, caught yeah. like straightening, even like when I first did them for about a year or two after even getting up to play the ball, like fully extending it, it would get it a bit uncomfortable. So I strapped them just to have that like limitation. And then now I started training this year without them fully. And then it was just about getting them off for a game. There yeah. you go. You've done, you've it, done it. Yeah. You've done it. Now you just strap for fashion because, you know, like you're very fashionable, you two young ladies. So you've yeah. got, you know, the elbow strapping gone now. You don't yeah. have to worry about that. She's one of those superstitious things, you know, on the on game day. Exactly. Mm. Glad to get that one done because it was yeah. ugly. Well, Keely, we're going to ask you first. Um, we're going to talk about the journey, you know, your journey to the NRLW, first yep. time on Roosters Radio, because we want to inspire the next generation. You guys are amazing. Billy, we know you've come to the club and we'll get to that, um, you know, this year. But... Both of you playing Origin, playing, you know, first grade football. I mean, we talk about our love of the women's game because it's unstructured and it's so exciting to watch. But what's your journey been like? Can you give a little insight into our fans? Yeah, so growing up, I played all different types of sports, mainly soccer um, and a fair bit of Oztag and touch. And then as I got older, about uh, 13, um, my brothers were playing rugby league and rugby union and I was always at games and whatnot and my dad um, talked to me because I wanted to play in a team um, about getting a under-14s team started with rugby sevens. So there was no rugby league in our area. League tag hadn't really started up either. So it was just rugby sevens. So I was doing that for a couple of years, travelling up to Sydney. And I guess it was um, a tournament every month or so. So then a year or two after that, I started playing rugby league. There was a nines competition down in the Illawarra comp and picked it up from there. And ever since then, I absolutely loved it. So I did that when I was 16. And the following year was when Tasha Gale um, started that competition. So that was in 2017. And I got picked to be a part of the Illawarra team in the inaugural Tasha Gale comp and um, was doing that for two seasons. And then the NRLW came in the year after, so 2018. And my coach for... Illawarra Tasha Gale was the NRLW coach so he came to me pretty early on when it was looking like Dragons were getting a team in that comp and said um, we'd love to have you a, a part of our squad um, if we were to get a team and then that eventuated and was at the Dragons for five seasons before making the switch over to here. And just making the switch over here um, you know there's a bit of movement in the NRLW competition so how did we get you at the Roosters and how does that come about? You know, you're spending five years at the Dragons. Talk us through that. Yeah. Yeah, there's been heaps of movement. Um, I think the biggest thing for me was seeing how the girls at the club have been improved um, or improved their game over the last few years. I've watched pretty closely, love um, watching the NRLW and seeing how the girls talk about Strangey too was a massive factor for me. So I think me just wanting to be a better player and speaking um, to everybody at the club, I thought that this is the play, best place to do it and, yeah, been loving my time here so far. Yeah, we love that you're here and he's an exceptional coach and, uh, you know, we're big supporters of him on you know, Roosters Radio and, and at the club and it's so good to have you here and thank you for that. Thank you very much. Millie, you come with a, uh, a big profile, you know, you've been on SAS, you've got famous <laughs> family, your dad was a you know, great footballer in the Canberra Raiders, you know, you're debut with the Broncos, win a comp with Newcastle, you're a State of Origin player, you come here, you're going to win a comp this year, we know that. <laughs> talk us through your journey. How does a young, what, how does the next Millie Boyle, there's a lot of young girls I talk to that look up to both you girls and it's so exciting. You know, for anyone that's got daughters and a Silky, our co-host, you know, two daughters that just love coming out and watching the women's game. As fathers, I've got a daughter, I just love seeing you guys play. How do they come and be the next Millie Boyle? Yeah, look, I think now now with the competition just growing, there's there's more coaches, there's a bit 
the grassroots are better. There's more, like Keely was just saying, the Tasha Gale competition for girls that can play footy past the age of 12 up until they're 18 and then in an opens competition they don't have to stop playing footy so the fact that it's becoming more regional now um, you can play in many different areas you don't have to just travel to Sydney or Canberra you know to those bigger cities to play rugby league it's becoming more accessible we're going to see the game just go leaps and bounds in the future I'm actually glad that I'm playing right now because I feel like in five ten years time the quality is just going to be at a whole nother level and we'll talk about all the good old days and stuff like that <laughs> but like the comp's just going to it's it's going to be yes yeah, something else talking about the season this year Millie um and the expansion of it we've got 10 teams now so four new teams which is super exciting we've got Raiders Cowboys the Sharks and the Tigers how excited are you now nine rounds of football ahead of you before we make the finals which we're going to do but how excited are you now for this expansion in this year yeah super excited uh we've never had this much footy before and I feel like in previous years we've just started hitting you know our really good footy comes around three and four but then previously that means you're kind of wrapping up you know um so we'll be at round five hitting our best footy and we're only halfway through the competition so I think we're going to see that continuity build week on week and we'll be able to fix things and um and that'll be for every club every club will be able to review their games get better you know it'll also mean more of a shot for the players that haven't had that chance before having more teams now we've got more development players and people that are ready to to step up and people have been in the system for a little while but haven't maybe had their opportunity so it's really exciting you know that we've got more teams that people can go to another club and get that opportunity that they didn't have before. And it's exciting that we're going to as you just mentioned probably see a lot more younger girls coming through because more games obviously may bring some more injuries, you know, hopefully not, but the squad girls will come up and the younger girls will come up through the pathways. Who are some of the girls to look out for, for the Roosters, some of the young girls that are coming up through? Uh, oh, there's a few very young girls. Uh, Aaliyah Nassio, she's not quite old enough to be in our squad. Yeah. In our- we tried to get her. Yeah. She played for Central Coast. I played with um, Aaliyah um, for Central Coast Roosters in the Harvey Norman competition. So she's... 16 and we tried to get dispensation for her to play mm-hmm. in the NRLW because she was playing against in the in the open competition I think they didn't even let her play in the 18 yes. so she's just turned 17 but they wouldn't let her play, play in the 18s or 19s wow yeah, because no. she's like too good but then they wouldn't let her play anyway stupid <laughs> um but yeah I'm really excited to see her come through Lily Rogan's another yep, one yeah she's you outside with her. she's great she'll be really good very silky and a good competitor so I'm excited for her I'm sure she'll get an opportunity over the next little while awesome. um and probably Parney as well she's been around for a little bit I can't believe bunny sorry bunny um, Hopawade. Yes. Um, I can't believe that she is 19. Did anyone know that? No, I would like, not have picked that. Fun she, fact. You didn't, yeah, fun fact, she's 19 years old. So she's going to the, she's playing Origin next weekend for the under 19s. Wow. And she's just built. She's solid. She's fast. She's funny. She's got a vibe. She's got everything you need in a teammate. And she's still only 19. So I'm really excited to play with her. Well, she's exciting. played for the pl- last couple of years, but. Yeah. Let's talk about that. What are you looking for a teammate? I mean, you know, we we come from a male-dominated sport, right? It, it was, you know, many years ago. We, I talk about Bells and I and her all the time saying she would have been a shoo-in. You'd be playing with her if she was 23, I can assure yeah. you. Take me back. She's, yeah, she's from rugby <laughs> league stock. And Millie, so you, so you understand that father playing first grade thing, right? 
What are you girls looking for in a teammate? What are the important attributes for an NRLW player coming through to be a teammate of yours? Someone who has a really strong work ethic, who wants to be there, has a good attitude, just works hard outside of just their training time. Like you don't just get in just because you get in. Like the amount of work that everyone has had to do to get here is massive. But when you can see them doing that consistently, you see them being a good leader and you see them having good energy around the team, it's always good. Yeah, I agree on all those points and I'd say somebody who's – selfless as well I think it's the team first. yeah you need to be able to put the team first and not be too worried about how you look or the job you're doing um individually it needs to be team team first focus I think well there you go all our young little girls out there that that take that on board and um you'll definitely go places in the sport now just away from sport let's talk about you guys Keely what do you do away from football yeah well I'm employed by the club as well so um we have a program that's starting up it's a firefighter alliance I'd say so injured firefighters um, come in and get access to the physios um, that we have in the facility and I help run them through their program so hasn't just started yet but um, you have a strength and conditioning background yeah Ah, exactly very good (laughs) you did have your own gym you had your own gym you were running your own PTs and you had your own clients (laughs) but as the season kicks off you have to kind of prioritize a few other things so you were getting up at four o'clock every morning yeah but that doesn't become feasible when you are driving and traveling and you've got to get all of yeah she's playing it down she's like I do I do I still do that but I just don't do it as regular I do it once a week so only on Tuesday now and you still get up at those hours? Yeah, 4, yeah, 4 a.m., get started. But it's good because then you get the rest of the day. Yeah. So. I've got a, I have a gym on the Central Coast. And yeah. honestly, the PTs in there, they are there from 4 a.m. Yeah. to 8 p.m. And I'm just like, where do you it's guys? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's also hard to say, like, as I feel like because we're part-time, we have to prioritise our time. So it's hard to be like, we don't have not all of us have we don't have full-time jobs we do like a bit of this a bit of that we do things that fit in with our schedules with yeah. footy I feel yeah that's when people ask me what I'm doing I'm like oh bit of got bits and pieces yeah, yeah. like Things I don't actually know what I do yeah. but I'm busy but it's exciting I guess I, I think the variety would be something you know you guys are going to have long careers and we know that when you look back on this period you're going to love it because I think you're right Millie I think it's going to head to a professional but yeah they're always going to improve right but you guys are the pioneers. You guys are the founders of, of this great competition. And you look back and think, God, we had it so good. You know, so it's an exciting thing. So it's good that you probably embrace it. What do you, Keely, what do you do to relax and get away from footy? What do you love doing that's, you know, is it surfing? Is it, you know, listening to music? Surfing? We heard it's not golf off, you know, before the show. We, she definitely <laughs> yeah, doesn't play like golf. <laughs> okay. I just like, honestly, spending time with my dogs. I take them down to the beach a fair bit, take them out walking. Love it. Hang what on, type of dogs? On, what type of dogs and what names? Okay. So we got three. So two Boston Terriers, Sunny and Gizmo, and then an Aussie Bulldog named Coda. Love it. And yeah, me and my right up our alley yeah just do that and do work on the house and things like that good on you that's great very very grandma of me real housewives (laughs) and i watch a little bit of real housewives as we all do a little bit as we all do (laughs) now millie uh you do a lot for the game as well can you explain what you do off the field and and you know your programs yes so outside of footy i have always 
been working or volunteering in some capacity in the disability space. My younger sister, Hannah, has Down syndrome and my fiancé, Adam, his older brother, James, has autism. And for us, we use the use sport as that connection to get people back into the community, to be confident, to learn life skills and to be a part of a team like we all are. So I run um, through my programs through trainer group I run this program called Game Changer and it's like a six-week course for um, yeah people with disabilities to get back into the community and I run that alongside uh, NRL clubs. Awesome that's fantastic. I I watched some stuff you did on Fox and watched the interview with you and Adam and it was just so pleasing you know we've got friends who've also got you know siblings or sons and daughters with disabilities Mm. and you know the opportunity you're giving them and just to see the smile on their face and that little program, you should be so proud of yourself at your age doing that. Yeah. I know it's well personal done. to you. Thank but you. But you know what, giving you time, and we're right behind it. We, we'd love to plug anything you yeah, do in your programs. You. on Rooster's No, Radio it's great. I feel like there's a lot of people that can connect on some level. Everyone knows someone with a disability. They've either got a cousin, a brother, a sister, a child. So, um, yeah, I think it's great that the awareness is growing and that um, their participation is is getting highlighted and, yeah, we can see that more. Yeah, well, Millie, you're at the coalface. I mean, how much how important is family support? I've got one of my best friends in the same situation and with, you know, looking for that extra support and how important is just to get that hour off for mum or dad or the families, you know? How important is that support? Yeah, it's so important. And as a family member, I know how vital it is to have someone there um, that is going to help and in a meaningful way that's not just for that hour but it's going to have those um, effects long term um, on their moods on their emotions and on their you know strategies to improve their uh, personal self whether that's intellectually mentally outside you know the importance of being in a team the importance of um, having good people around you eating good food nutrition sleep like all the things that we all know but we're just highlighting the importance of them so as a family member I think it's super super cool that I get to do that and offer that for other people as well yeah it's it's wonderful we're going to segue into you know you know being at the top of your game and state of origin you're both state of origin players NRLW state of origin is such a great spectacle and Kelly, we were talking before, prior to the podcast, just the hits. You, you you girls do not hold back at all, and it's just so exciting for people my age to watch it because we go, right, remember, this is like when your dad played, Millie. It's just going, oh, my God, you know, like, this is really tough stuff. I know men that wouldn't go out against you guys. So talk us through State of Origin. I mean, is it, it, in comparison to club football, we always see it a step up in the men's game. Can you give us the women's perspective, please? Yeah, well, I think the first game this year was a bit different. Usually Origin's fast, really high level, not many errors, whereas the first game this year on the back of a lot of club footy with our state league, so New South Wales comp, I think it was a pretty poor quality. I think there was 30 errors, which is pretty unlike state. You don't have to keep bringing up the error count. But I know, yes, but that it was is- terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. But it came off the back of not playing any footy and there's such a high expectation to play the best game ever of the year. And it's before you've ha- even played, eh? Yeah, before we'd even played. And it's the hardest game you'll ever play. It's harder than any international game because you're playing against – the best. The, the, the best. And you're playing against those players that are playing every week, you know, and that you might be teammates with them, you might have already played with them before, but you always know you're going to play against them in origin, um, Queensland, New South Wales. So yeah. it's definitely always a big grudge match. And, yeah, I think the second game we saw that 
there, but yeah, wouldn't we love to see three games? I think yeah. that'd be unreal. That'd be so good to see some parity there. Well, let's talk about that. So you would actually like to play, obviously, being this year and the result, we'd love to play that third game. But um, what is the talk around the squad and around the team about a third game? Like, is that something you want to see next year or yeah. is there any talk about it? Yeah, absolutely. Even before there was um, two announced this year, we were all kind of assuming it'd be the three or the one. So, yeah, it's definitely something, um, especially after Woods as well, it just makes sense, three. For next year, I think it's planned for two still. I think it's still in the CBA as two, and they don't like to change that. Change things too often. So, we yeah. Well, let's hope we get three soon, anyhow. Yeah, maybe yeah. Play the third one on Kipax or something. Yeah. Now let's chat about the Roosters this season coming up. What are you looking most forward to about the season, both of you? You know, we're you're a couple of weeks out. We've got the Broncos um, first game up at Sunshine Coast. Uh, it's an evening game, so you're not coming back till the next day. It's a weekend away. But what are you looking forward to for the season? Yeah, I'm really excited about the week in, week out footy. I think. Obviously, love the coaching staff here and I'm looking forward to being able to implement um, different game tactics and things that I want to I put into my game each week and getting to play with such a great squad as well. We all get on super well and yeah, I'm just really looking forward to the week in, week out footy and that routine. Yeah, same. I think um, training is awesome, but it's so good to be able to review a game, get through that that routine of training, playing, going and again, recovering and just getting in the cycle of it. So we haven't had that in a little while. Um, so I'm really excited for that. Love our team. There's not one person I'm like, everyone's just good people. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. There's not, it's, it's just such a good vibe. Great coaching, great staff. Like we've just really, everything's going so well. So hopefully we can, we can show that when we start to play and, just love playing footy and all games live and free on Channel 9. How good Why is that? Why not? How awesome. Saturday <gasps> footy. What's the team to watch out for besides us, obviously, this year? But with these new teams coming in, you know, 10 yeah, teams, think, who, th- who are you looking out for? I think Bronx, they're pretty strong. Yeah, Knights. They won last year. Yeah, you very know? true. Knights are a solid, very strong team. They've always, they, you know, they're going to be very competitive. They've got a big core group of their squad from last year, so... Yeah, I think they will definitely be the ones ones to watch. Yeah, and then a new team. I think Sharks could be Sharkies, very, very Shire. good new team. Yeah. yeah, I'm going Raiders in the new team. They yeah, that's look, a family thing for you. Yeah. The old they just look, you know, if you're going, if you're going and gritty, playing down in good old in Canberra, Canberra yeah. they're going to be tough. <laughs> Hard that's football. literally, when we're training at night, we think, imagine how cold much colder oh it is in Canberra. God, oh, it's, yes. Yeah. It's warm yeah, compared to there. It's like summer. <laughs> And you're right, I think the Sharkies have, um, you know, you're close in Wollongong, you know how passionate they are at Cronulla about their football. I mean, it's sold out every week at Shark Park. So I think the women's game, and that's what's exciting. You know, these new expansion teams are going to bring such great competition. Yeah. Well, girls, we thank you so much for your time here on Roosters Radio. We're, we're, we're in the headquarters at the moment. We're in the gym. I think you're about to start training and, and get out there and um, do your best. But thank you for your time. It's an honour to chat to you both and go the Roosters. Oh, thanks no for having us. Thanks for having us, guys. Yeah, loved it. Great energy, girls. Thank you and good luck. Thank you.
Welcome back to Roosters Radio. Well, what a fantastic chat that was, Silky, with the girls. They're, uh, they're very much a couple <laughs> of characters, aren't they? Definitely. It was good fun. And really good to see the, the girls' life away from football. Obviously, Millie with her foundation, uh, learn a bit about Keely and the, and the, um, the work she's doing with the firefighters. Yes. Um, yep. So, you know, it's important to have that time away from the game and, and talking to them a little bit about, you know, the, the goal of being professional one day. Full yep. time, that is. That's right. Well, the atmosphere was awesome. After the interview, all the girls turned up because they were having a big training session because we did the interview in the gym. And honestly, just to see them, fans get excited. It's going to be a great season for these women. They're pumped. They're ready to go. Another premiership coming our way. Well, prior to the kickoff, it's about two weeks away, I think, there's two or three. It's it when we go 20... play the Titans, yeah? Yep. So we'll catch up with the coach, John Strange, uh, prior, to, prior to that first match because uh, he's been a great supporter of Roosters Radio and it'd be great to get his insights uh, on the upcoming season as well. But uh, I think with that, Bells, that's about all she wrote. Definitely. What's Got on to buy for the weekend? this weekend. What's on for so... the weekend? Oh, golf. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed. <laughs> well, that's it for this episode of Roosters Radio. We want to thank our special guest, Millie Boyle, or Millie Elliott, as she likes to be known yes. as, and Keely Davis. You've been listening to Roosters Radio. East to win. win.